What is up guys? It is Quinn here back with another draft strategy video. A few days ago, I talked about the best draft strategy picking from the one through four spots. Today, I'll be going through pick five through eight. So this is the spot where you're picking in the middle of basically every single round. If it's a 12 team league, this is basically dead center. A lot of people like picking from this spot because they think you can get value in every single round. You know, if you're picking closer to the turn, you may have to go back to back picks, close to back to back picks. Maybe you're not taking advantage of, you know, players falling in the rankings, falling in ADP if you're having to pick them back to back. So potentially a lot of people do like picking from this middle spot. Either way, if you're playing in a bunch of leagues, you probably are going to be in a spot where you're picking fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth. So I'm just going to be talking through some of the players you should be targeting, you know, and just overall kind of strategy trends from this spot. If you guys enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and then subscribe to the channel. But let's just get right into it. So we're going to be starting out with some of the players you guys should be looking at in round one. So I'm using four for four ADP to kind of get these like player ranges. It's basically like, you know, cumulative ADP. So you're just taking a bunch of ADPs from Yahoo, Underdog, ESPN, Sleeper, just a bunch of different platforms, putting it together to make like a general consensus ADP. I think I said cumulative instead of consensus, just one big ADP. Nothing's going to be perfect. Some players are playing in casual leagues. Others are playing in more serious competitive ones. So it's a nice kind of balance here. But looking at the round one options, this is assuming that your top three is normally going to be uh, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, and Cooper Cup. Some combination of those players in the top three. And then, you know, maybe one of those guys falls to the 104. But I feel like it's very unlikely you're getting any of those three players starting at pick five. So the players who could be on the board here, we're looking at players like Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Derrick Henry, Jamar Chase, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Devontae Adams. I also think you could throw Stephon Diggs in there. But talking about targets here, I think Austin Eckler is fine in this five to eight range. If you guys watched my uh, one through four video, you know I have a clear top four. That top four is Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, and then Justin Jefferson. So if you're getting Justin Jefferson anywhere outside of that top four, I think you're getting a crazy value on him. I think it's reasonable for him to fall to pick five potentially pick six in you know more casual leagues so if he's there I think he's a smash pick if you're picking Eckler in there I think that's fine I'm not overly high on Austin Eckler I have him in a tier with Derrick Henry and Delvin Cook but he is kind of behind those guys in that tier but I totally understand the appeal I think he's a solid option here if you like going in the Derrick Henry direction I think that's solid I think Delvin Cook you know mid to back into the first round is a great deal and then I also think Jamar Chase is a fantastic value. I think you can make a strong argument that he is the fifth overall player, especially in PPR formats. So if you're getting him anywhere from the 105 to the 108, I think he's a great pick. One player I would kind of be fading in this spot would be Najee Harris. He's someone who's slowly moving down my ranks here. I would clearly take running backs like Eckler, Henry, and uh, Cook over him. But then I'd also be taking some of the wide receivers like Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs over Najee Harris. So he's someone I would be fading here in this like 105 to 108 range. If you're picking at the eight spot, you don't love the running backs on the board. You're not a huge Derrick Henry fan. You're not a huge Dalvin Cook guy. I don't think it's crazy to go with Devontae Adams or Stephon Diggs. It may not be what I would do, but I definitely don't think it's like an egregiously bad move. So there is, you know, a fair amount of different options you'll have here. You can go elite wide receiver. You can go like elite to mid-end RB1. And then you're setting yourself up for a wide range of options here in round two. So moving on to round two, I basically think there's a lot of decent options here. Players like CeeDee Lamb could be going in this range. 
Debo Samuel. I think both of these wide receivers are strong picks at this price. I think Aaron Jones is fair in the mid-second round. Same thing with Mark Andrews. Some players I would be avoiding mid-round two, Tyreek Hill, Javante Williams, and Nick Chubb. I just think Tyreek Hill has a little bit too much uncertainty to be going in the same range as uh, C.D. Lamb and Debo Samuel. And then the running backs, Javante and Nick Chubb, I just don't think they have the ceiling necessary to be picked here. But you see Leonard Fournette going at the 210. He's actually going a little bit after like the spot where you'd be picking from the 205 to the 208. But I think he'd be a fine you know, mid-second round pick. I think the same thing about Saquon Barkley, who doesn't make it here. I also think in certain leagues, you'll see guys like potentially DeAndre Swift falling to this spot. If Travis Kelsey falls to you in the mid-second round, I think you need to be all over that. So once again, you have a lot of variety with your picks. You can be going with a mid-tier wide receiver one, a high-end tight end one, some you know mid to low-end running back one options. So really just a lot of open options here. I think it can be a little bit of a tough spot at times. If everyone is really sharp in your draft room, potentially you're not getting the best value here. But I also think there is room for some players to kind of slip and you end up getting yourself a nice one-two punch here. And then moving into round three, I think is actually another spot where in sharper leagues, it's a tougher spot to pick from, but in more casual leagues, you can set yourself up really well. So I think this third round range is a really nice spot to go after some wide receivers. I think guys like Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, A.J. Brown, all really solid picks if you're drafting them in the mid-third round. I think Kyle Pitts is okay here. Personally, I would prefer to draft him late third round, but I don't think it's an egregious pick to have him here. I would not be going with Ezekiel Elliott this high. Pretty much the only running back who's consistently going here that I'd be interested in would be James Conner. I have Brees Hall and Travis Etienne in this range, but they're not players I want to really reach on here because I think I'm going to be able to get them at the 3-4 turn, potentially even like fourth round in certain leagues. So I really would only be looking at Connor here, also assuming that guys like Saquon and Leonard Fournette don't somehow fall to like the 305. I feel like it's unlikely, but maybe not impossible. Another guy to be looking at here, Michael Pittman. And then Jalen Waddle is also in the mix. So I think typically you're going to be looking at wide receivers here, unless some stud running backs are falling to you, or James Connor, who seems to be, you know, pretty consistently picked around here. And then when we get into round four, we start seeing these tight ends go off the board. I'm going to get into the tight ends and the quarterbacks a little bit later on, but I do not love Kittle at this price. I think Waller is okay. Still do not love it. I think on some platforms, he's going to go much later than this. Some platforms, he may go earlier. I don't love it in the middle of round four, but it's not the worst thing. I think round four is another position where you want to be pounding the wide receivers. So guys like Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, DK Metcalf, all really strong options. You also see Travis Etienne down here at the 410. I talked about this in the one through four video where I don't think these guys in competitive leagues are going to be going, you know, mid round four. I think Etienne and Brees Hall are going to be going around the three, four turn, but it's possible they're at this spot. And I think these are the running backs you want to be targeting instead of guys like Cam Akers. We'll see some other guys going in round five. I want to be going after these young, you know, high ceiling running backs or the wide receivers in this range. So now when we get into round five, these are the running backs I'm talking about. Josh Jacobs here, not interested. Elijah Mitchell, not interested. Kyler Murray, mid-fifth round, I don't think it's terrible. I would rather wait to mid-sixth round to get a quarterback. Brandon Cooks here, I don't like the value on Brandon Cooks. He's someone I've had on a lot of my teams the last few years, but that's because his price was very, very low. Now he's up here as wide receiver 20, going ahead of solid proven weapons like Corlin Sutton, Marquise Brown, 
throw Jerry Judy in there. Not even a big Jerry Judy fan, but getting a mid-fifth round I think is very, very fair. So round three, round four, round five, I really feel like the value is definitely lying with the wide receiver position. So also something to keep in mind for rounds one and two, where maybe you want to go running back there, get your Derrick Henry, get your Dalvin Cook, maybe round two, you're going Aaron Jones, Saquon, Fournette, and then you really can pound that uh, wide receiver position the next few rounds, fill up your wide receiver spots, your flexes. But now I'm going to talk about some quarterback prices. So this is basically like where I feel comfortable drafting these guys. Quarterback ADP is all over the place. Some leagues are going to go super early. Some leagues are going to go super late. So it's tough to really kind of pin these guys like, oh, this guy's going mid third round, mid fourth round. So just kind of going through a general range of where I'd be looking to draft these guys. For me, I understand if I'm picking Josh Allen at the four or five turn, I'm likely not going to have a ton of shares of him. I'm fine with that. Guys like Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. I'm looking at these players in the fifth slash sixth round. I prefer to get them in round six, but if you're drafting them round five, I don't think it's terrible. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, looking at these guys in the sixth round. I understand with Mahomes here, I'm not going to have many shares of him. That is fine. I like Jalen Hurts here in round six. Then Trey Lance is someone who is kind of going to be going all over the board. I have him as a round seven, round eight pick. I think in some leagues, he's going to be like the QB 13, QB 14 off the board, going as someone's second quarterback. In other leagues, I think he's going to be like the seventh guy off the board. So you kind of just have to know your league. He may be a guy where you can wait on him, get him in the ninth, 10th round, and you have insane value. If you know you're going to have to reach on him, not even reaching, picking him at what I think is an appropriate value, you kind of just have to understand your league. And then guys like Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, I'm looking at those players in the eighth round. I'm not someone who's going to let the players around me dictate how I draft my quarterbacks. These are the prices I have for these guys. Obviously, if everyone's just totally fading the position, I'm not going to reach on a guy if I see they're going later. But if everyone starts drafting Josh Allen second round, you know, Lamar, Kyler fourth round, Herbert in the third round, I'm not going to panic and draft Jalen Hurts in the fifth round because I believe there are at least 12 very, very solid fantasy quarterbacks. So I'll just let everyone else reach on quarterback. I'll grab the value everywhere else, and then I'll snag a Trey Lance later on. I'll snag a Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, maybe a Dak Prescott, a Russ, a Brady, someone like that later on, whoever gets kind of left out. So that's how I'd approach the quarterback position. Now moving over to tight ends, I talked about Travis Kelsey. He's probably going early second. If he falls to you in like the pick, you know, 205 to 208 area, I think he's a smash pick. Mark Andrews is fine in the mid to late second. Kyle Pitts at the 3-4 turn. Darren Waller and George Kittle at the 4-5 turn. I would prefer Waller there, though. Dalton Schultz is someone who is an interesting option because I think he's clearly behind Waller and Kittle, but also clearly ahead of the uh, Hawkinson, Knox, Goddard tier. He's someone I'd be looking at late 7th round, maybe early 8th round. Hawkinson, Knox, and Goddard looking at them round 8, round 9. And then Zach Ertz in that like round nine to round 10 range. After that, you're just throwing darts at later round guys. So just kind of figure it out based on the flow of the draft. Now I'm going to jump into some round six and seven targets. These are going to be pretty similar to the players I was talking about in the last draft strategy video. But once again, values that I like in this range, players you may be able to get in the sixth or seventh round. A lot of wide receivers here you're going to see. Starting off with Chris Godwin, we have A.J. Dillon, some young wide receivers, Amon Ra. Juju's been around a little bit, then Darnell Mooney, we have Michael Thomas, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Devonta Smith, a lot of second-year players there, 
Definitely like that archetype in the round six or seven range. Then in rounds eight and nine, we have guys like Tony Pollard, Trey Lance going here is crazy value. Some more wide receivers, Drake London, Brandon Ayuk, some running backs, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Ramondre Stevenson, and then Traylon Burks at wide receiver. So once we get to like round six, round seven, round eight, round nine, we don't know exactly, you know, where in the round players are going to go. So we can kind of just be talking about general values to look out in each round. And these are some of the players that I'd be looking at here. Now let's jump into some mock drafts. So this is going to be a mock draft for each position. So number five pick, number six pick, number seven pick, and then number eight pick. So we're starting out here with the number five pick. First off, we see JT, Cup, Eckler, and McCaffrey go in the first four picks. This opens up to my number four overall player, potentially number three overall player, Justin Jefferson. Also keep in mind, these are half point PPR scoring, and then it's the standard roster setup. So one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and then a flex spot. And then what? I think it's like six bench slots, something like that. So we start off with Jefferson. Then we see Saquon come to us here in the second round. I like the value there. We could have gone CD Lamb. Those players are very close together in my rankings, so I'm fine going either way. We go with Saquon. Then we see James Conner fall to us in the third round. This was a spot where we could have gone with T. Higgins or Keenan Allen. Those three players are very, very close together in my rankings. So we go with Connor. You'll see me go with Keenan Allen and T. Higgins in some of the other drafts because they're players we're going to be looking at here. Fourth round, we grab DK Metcalf. Fifth round, we grab Darren Waller. Don't know on how many platforms he's going to be there at like the, what is that, the 505. I know on ESPN, the tight end position is just all out of whack. You have guys like Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews on like the ESPN rankings. They're like 29 and 30. And then every other tight end is just like wildly underrated. So potentially on that platform, some more competitive ones. I don't know if he's going there. It's definitely possible. Seen him kind of fall there on some underdog drafts. So just something to kind of monitor based on your platform. Then we get some wide receivers, Chris Godwin and Elijah Moore. We snag Tony Pollard as our running back three. Then we go Sky Moore. You notice we haven't picked a quarterback yet. So we go with Trey Lance. Love the value there. Then we get Kenneth Gainwell and Ty Davis Price as our RB4 and RB5. And then one more pick, we go with Kenny Galladay. So you see this team has really strong wide receivers, Jefferson, Metcalf, Godwin, and Elijah Moore. I really like the top two running backs, Saquon and James Conner. Trust both of those guys. Tony Pollard is a strong number three. Elite upside if Zeke goes down. I really like our tight end. Then I think our quarterback, Trey Lance, has some high upside. So that's from the number five pick. Now moving over to the number uh, six pick, we see my big four did go in the top four. So JT, Jefferson, CMC, Cup go. We see Derrick Henry go at the 105. Now this was a spot where I could have gone with Jamar Chase or Dalvin Cook or potentially Austin Eckler. For this draft, I went with Dalvin Cook. I like the running back value here. We then get Saquon again in the second round. He is someone I am targeting at this price. Then we go with Keenan Allen in the third round, Deontay Johnson in the fourth Love that 3-4 pick there. We get Marquise Brown in the fifth. So this is our starting lineup now with running backs and wide receivers. All five of those picks are our starters. We get Jalen Hurts in the sixth round. At this point, we know we're not getting one of the top tight ends. We get Adam Thielen in the seventh as our wide receiver four. We get Tony Pollard again in the eighth as our number three. Just like the value there. We see TJ Hawkinson fall to the ninth round. He's someone I'm likely not going to have a ton of shares of. But, you know, here in the ninth round, I could not pass up. So we get TJ Hawkinson. Then to finish it up, we go Sky Moore, Damian Pierce, Julio Jones, and Ty Davis-Price. 
So I really like how that one turned out. I will say that I do think I like drafting from the one through four spot better, but there is a way where if players fall to you like Jamar Chase, even if you're going Dalvin Cook here in the first round, I think second round, you're going to get a solid player. But in the third round, if players like Keenan Allen fall to you, players like James Conner, players like T. Higgins, I feel like then you're setting yourself up pretty well because you're getting solid value you know, from there on. So I think that's something to keep in mind here and can make this position really solid. Next draft, we go with, what is this, the seventh pick. So we see JT, CMC, Eckler, Cup, Jefferson, and Chase all go off the board. We could go with Dalvin Cook again. This time I shook it up. We went with Derrick Henry here at the 107. We see DeAndre Swift fall to us at the 206, which I love. So DeAndre Swift locked in there. Then we grab some wide receivers. Once again, we go with the Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson. I guess back-to-back picks here at the three and four. Get Rashad Bateman in the fifth. We go elite quarterback with Kyler Murray in the sixth round. As you guys have seen, I haven't been taking fifth round quarterback, but if they do fall to me in the sixth round, that is where I grab them. So I go with Kyler Murray in the sixth. Then we go Juju Smith-Schuster in the seventh. Value is too good there. Traylon Burks in the eighth. We go Melvin Gordon in the ninth round. We get our tight end in Dawson Knox in the 10th. Then we wrap it up with Rashad White and Julio Jones. And then Alberto is like our back end tight end because we just don't have, you know, insane trust in Dawson Knox. And now into our final draft, we see here at the 108. This is where we see Jamar Chase fall to us. This is a spot where I do think is realistic in certain drafts, especially if you're picking at like 105, he's probably always going to be there. 106, 107, 108. All these are possible outcomes, but we also see Travis Kelsey fall to us here at the 205. So I love the back-to-back there. I think that's really, really solid. Then in the third round, this is the first draft where we didn't have either James Conner, uh, Keenan Allen, or T. Higgins fall to us here. So we end up going with Michael Pittman in the third round. Then we turn around and grab Brees Hall in the fourth. I really like that flip. I think Michael Pittman is a solid pick here. Don't love him as much as Keenan Allen or T. Higgins but I think it's very fair. Fifth round, we go with Marquise Brown. Sixth round, we go with Kyler Murray. Then we go Darnell Mooney, Miles Sanders, Chase Edmonds, Chris Olave, Tyler Algier, Julio Jones, and Dearness Johnson. So overall, I feel like these drafts turned out pretty well. Like I talked about a little bit earlier, I think a lot of the value comes in with who you get in the third round. If you get a player to fall to you in the third, I think you can set yourself up pretty nicely because you're going to get a nice option in the fourth. And then obviously after that, you know, The results are going to vary based on who's fallen where, but you know, you started off with a solid core. So that's kind of how I feel about the pick five through eight. I feel like it gives you a lot of variation. You know, you can go running back wide receiver in the first round. Then in the second round, you're either going tight end. You can go running back and go wide receiver again. And then it really just opens up from there on. So that's going to wrap it up for this one. I'll have one more draft strategy video going through picks nine through 12. So if you like this one, I have another one coming out soon. I'll also continue to go through my positional sleepers. So I talked about some running back sleepers yesterday, be going through some wide receivers tomorrow, and then we'll do quarterbacks and tight ends also. If you guys enjoyed, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. As always, thank you for stopping by, and I'll see you guys in the next one.